Section 42 of Flowers of Free Thought, First Series. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eric Whitman, St. Charles, Illinois. Flowers of Free Thought by George William Foote. Section 42. Christ's Old Coat. The little town of Triar, Trevis, will soon wear a festive appearance. Pilgrims will be flocking to it from all parts of Germany and God knows from where besides. Its handful of inhabitants have obtained licenses to open hotels and restaurants. Every inch of available space has been let, so that whirligigs, panoramas, and menageries have to be refused the sites they apply for. Every room in the town is to be let, more or less furnished. And not only is the tram company doubling its line, but the railway company is constructing special stations for special trains. All this excitement springs from a superstitious source. After an interval of several years, the church will once more exhibit an old rag, which it calls the holy coat, and which it pretends is the very garment we read of in the Gospels. Such a precious relic is, of course, endowed with supernatural qualities. It will heal the sick, cure cripples, and, let us hope, put brains into idiotic heads. Hence the contemplated rush to Triar, where more people will congregate to see Christ's coat than ever assembled to hear him preach or see him crucified. The pilgrims will not be allowed to examine the holy coat. Few of them, perhaps, would be inclined to do so. They have the faith which removes mountains, and swallowing a coat is but a trifle. Nor would the church allow a close inspection of this curious relic, any more than it would allow a chemist to examine the bottle in which the blood of St. Januarius annually liquefies. The holy coat will be held up by priests at a discreet and convenient distance. The multitude of fools will fall before it in ecstatic adoration, and the result will be the usual one in such cases a lightening of the devotees' pockets to the prophet of Holy Mother Church. According to the Gospels, the prophet of Nazareth had a seamless overcoat. Perhaps it was presented to him by one of the rich women who ministered unto him of their substance. Perhaps it was a birthday gift from Joseph of Arimathea. Anyhow, he had it, unless the Gospels lie, and, with the rest of his clothes, it became the property of his executioners. Those gentlemen raffled for it. Which of them won, we are not informed. Nor are we told what he did with it. It would be a useless garment to a Roman soldier, and perhaps the warrior who won the raffle sold it to a second-hand clothes dealer. This, however, is merely a conjecture. Nothing is known with certainty. The seamless overcoat disappeared from view as decisively as the person who wore it. For many hundreds of years, it was supposed to have gone the way of other coats, no one thought it would ever be preserved in a church museum. But somehow it turned up again, and the church got possession of it, though the church could not tell how and when it was found, or where it had been while it was lost. One coat disappeared. Hundreds of years afterwards, another coat was found, and it suited the church to declare them the same. At that time, the church was discovering relics with extraordinary success and rapidity. Almost everything Christ ever used, or didn't use, came to light. His baby linen, samples of his hair and teeth, and the milk he drew from Mary's breast, 
the shoes he wore into Jerusalem, fragments of the twelve baskets full of food after the miracle of the loaves and fishes, the dish from which he ate the last supper, the thorns that crowned his brow, the sponge put to his lips on the cross, pieces of the cross itself. These and a host of other relics were treasured at various churches in Europe and exhibited with unblushing effrontery. Even the prepuce of Jesus, amputated at his circumcision, was kept at Rome. Several churches boasted the same articles. John the Baptist's body was in dozens of different places, and the finger with which he pointed to Jesus as his successor was shown in a fine state of preservation. At Besançon, Toulouse, Lyon, Bourges, Macon, and many other towns, John Calvin pointed out, in his grim treatise on relics, that the Holy Code of Christ was kept in several churches. In our own time, a book on this subject has been written by H. von Seibel, who proves that the Triar Code is only one of twenty that were exhibited. All were authentic, and all were guaranteed by the same authority. Holy Mother Church lied and cheated without a twinge of compunction. Nineteen holy coats have gone. The twentieth is the last of the tribe. While it pays, it will be exhibited. When it ceases to pay, the church will quietly drop it. By and by, the church will swear it never kept such an article in stock. Superstition dies hard, and it always dies viciously. The ruling passion is strong in death. A journalist has just been sent to prison for casting a doubt on the authenticity of this holy coat. Give the Catholic Church its old power again, and all who laughed at its wretched humbug would be choked with blood. Protestants, as well as freethinkers, laugh at Catholic relics. Were we to quote from some of the old English reformers who carried on a vigorous polemic against Catholic idolatry, we should be reproached for soiling our pages unnecessarily. John Calvin himself, the Genevan Pope, declared that so many samples of the Virgin Mary's milk were exhibited in Europe that one might suppose she was a wet nurse or a cow. Freethinkers, however, laugh at the miracles of Protestantism, as well as those of the Catholic Church. They are all of a piece in the ultimate analysis. It is just as credible that Christ's coat would work miracles as that Elisha's bones restored a corpse to life, or that Paul's handkerchiefs cured the sick and diseased. All such things belong to the same realm of pious imagination. Thus, while the Protestant laughs at the Catholic, the freethinker laughs at both. End of section 42